Señor Benjamin, ¿qué diablo está haciendo? Preparando el campo de batalla para una masacre. ¿En serio? Sí. Mira, mira. Señor Benjamin, this is the remaining gasoline from my earlier landscaping escapades. Please, apply generously to the battlegrounds. It takes a lot of fuel to delete a brother Nero. Okay, Mr. Hagen. Dusk is approaching. The final deletion is upon us. Come, Rebecca. We must go. I'm in a relationship like that. Hello, everyone. This is the Big Batch Minute, and I don't know why I sound like I'm going to cry today. I'm just very emotionally connected. You're sad this, that it's uh, just the two of us this time. Yeah, like uh, we're like uh, Will Smith and his son Trey over here. Just the two of us. Um, I, I don't. I don't understand that reference, but I kind of don't want to chase that rabbit. Okay, it's I mean, it's easy. Will Smith had a song called Just the Two of Us that was written to his son, Trey, his first son, before uh, Jaden or Willow oh. came along. Um, it was a very famous song. Anyway, this is the okay. Big Mash Minute. Yeah, I think no. it was also like a semi-cover of an earlier song, though. Got it, it got it, got it. Okay. Um, okay. You know, where it's mostly a cover, but he changed some of the lyrics to be a bit more about him and his son. Okay. Anywho, Dr. Evil famously sung a variant of it about him and his son, Scott Evil. Um, anywho, this is the Big Match Minute. I'm Diet Coke. And I am Lilith. And this is the show where we, uh, you know, we talk about wrestling in a specific way. I'm off my game today. That's I don't know what's happening. That's the most general intro. I mean, we're recording this. There's a couple things that I feel like the people should know. One, mm-hmm. we're recording this earlier than we almost ever do this. It's still technically the morning for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like noon time for me. Yeah. Um, we usually record. This is usually an evening record. But uh, I'm into, you know, I'm, 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 I feel like I have better energy at this point. Um, I thought I would. But yeah, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> ah, you're doing you're doing all right. There's also there's one thing that I wanted to mention. This is kind of weird. We have never been, I think, like time wise closer between like record and release. This is going to be like this episode that we're recording right now is going to come out this Sunday. We are recording on uh January the 19th, the last full day of the Trump administration. Yeah. So that's a weird energy. Hopefully. I'm going to say. I'm going to throw a hopefully Hopefully. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't want to sound too stupid when the, uh, you know, when the flying monkeys come out. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, listen, I hope it doesn't, but I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if something fucked up and horrible happens tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say something fucked up and horrible is going to happen tomorrow. I think it's just a matter of degrees. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're talking about the final deletion one minute at a time. Yes, we and are. We're, uh, we're on minute six here. 
Minute six. A great number, if you ask me. A great number. And I, you know, this isn't, it's not so much an amped up minute as a lot of our minutes have been. It's not an in your face minute. I would describe this as a challenging minute. Okay. Okay. I do think one thing that's very interesting about this minute is that it more or less like, like, it is a complete story within it's like 60 seconds. It almost feels it's one of those that feels like somebody knew, knew that, that this were, podcast would happen, <laughs> that, that this podcast would happen and decided to just make a very self-contained little minute yeah, for us. That's true. It ends on a fade out. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it does. It ends perfectly on a fade out, which is wild. Ah, sorry, my, my dog just uh Decided to step on my headphone cords and just pull my face right towards that microphone. Little Nucky, little baby Nucky. We get a lot of Christmas interruptions. We don't get a lot of Nucky interruptions on this show. Yeah, he's trying to make up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making up for lost time. Um. So, hey. Lost time is what I call uh, Wednesday nights at 8, if you know what I mean. I don't. On ABC. I don't. I hate you. I have uh, no idea when Lost aired. I definitely watched it live back in the day, uh-huh. but I don't remember. <laughs> uh huh. Let's make like Senor Benjamin and let's dig right in. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. So he's tightening the ring ropes still. We, we get the yeah. tail end of that shot at the start of the minute. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, but he is generally he's preparing the battlefield for massacre. Yeah. For massacre. Yeah. <laughs> Massacre. <laughs> well, he he. One of the things he does is he sort of like tests the the chairs. He tests by, like, both the chairs and the kendo sticks. He like yeah. gingerly bangs the chairs together. See the kendo stick, I kind of get because a, a kendo stick that breaks is, I would say, is more dangerous than a kendo stick that doesn't that That's stays uh, together. You know, uh-huh. but the chairs. I don't know what I don't know what exactly he's testing for with the chairs. Maybe uh, maybe sound. He wanted to make sure that they sounded good <laughs> against each other. He's maybe he was testing them. the acoustics. Maybe he's also testing the mic setup <laughs> that we uh-huh. don't see off screen. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, he has. He has like a. There's a. There's a. He has a. We, what we really don't see is a tuning fork, and then also like there's you know there's chair tuning instruments. Sure. This is all you know stuff that happens. Real real equipment that exists in the world. Yes, for sure. So he generally slaps the chairs together. They sound fine, I guess. So he yeah. tosses them under the ring. Yeah. Kendo yeah. stick, tests that against the ring. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Tosses it under. And then, <laughs> and then, what's he get, Daiko? <laughs> he gets just a just a big old bucket of fireworks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't often see fireworks as part of a wrestling setup. You don't. And um, I then think he does something with one of the fireworks that I don't understand. Maybe you can help me out with this. I think he's aiming it. Yeah, he's sort of uh, he has a uh, so he's holding a big firework, uh, one with like a pointed end so mm-hmm. to be stuck in the ground. Yeah. And he sort of uh, is looking up at the sky while holding it. And with his free hand, he's like he's forming a ring with his fingers and seem- it almost like, seems like he's through- testing the wind. Maybe <laughs> he's looking at his hand, which has formed a ring, and he's holding it up in the sky. And I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh-huh. But he, he, as he looks for a second, uh, decides that everything is okay, and then begins start the, the jamming the the firework into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and for I, I would never want to question, 
um, Senor Benjamin's credentials of uh, battlefield preparation. He seems no. to be very. I've never good prepped at it. a battlefield or played with fireworks, so I'm yeah. really double out of my element here. Yeah. Oh man, when COVID's over, you and I, we're we're gonna we're. <laughs> Let's let's prep some battlefields together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really the fun part. Just uh, on spec, just have some battlefields set up out there for, uh-huh. for anyone who wants to use them. Um so as, as we mentioned before, what comes up next is that he's just like digging in like a sand dune it seems like. Yeah. It's <laughs> Is he digging graves? Is he digging a trench? I can't really tell. Ah, uh, you know, he just—he's preparing the battlefield for massacre. He's, I guess pre- he's preparing. He's yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, Remy Hardy <laughs> approaches him and asks, "Senor Benjamin, what the hell are you doing?" Well, she also—I can't recall if she if she has specifically done this in the past, but she calls him Senior Benjamin. But this uh-huh. is her dad, yeah? Yes, yes. This is her dad. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, and, she know. calls her dad Senior Benjamin. And, 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 and specifically, you know, at, at this exact moment, Matt Hardy's not around. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. like... This is just I, a father and daughter. She's uh-huh. calling him Senior Benjamin. Uh-huh. Senior Benjamin. I'm very white. I would like to apologize. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a it strange is. moment. It is. It is. It is a little weird. But what I would like to point out, we've kind of we've kind of uh, uh, Rebby Hardy is a is a character that I think we've we've you know uh, we've talked a lot about on the show, and specifically her level of being bought in to well, yeah. what Matt Hardy is up this to. This is a big part of what makes this a challenging minute for me. Is trying to understand her pov in this minute so here's here's what i here's what i noticed when it's just her and her father senior benjamin yeah she is reacting the way a a rational human being would is she well yeah she's just like what the what the hell are you doing he says preparing the battlefield for massacre and she says seriously but she knows that that's what he's doing because she was there earlier when yeah, she, when Matt Hardy told him to do that. She knows, but like I think what she thought was that you know, hey, what, why, why is this? Come on, what are you really like? Why are you still doing this? It seems crazy. <laughs> and then yeah, once Matt, Matt shows, shows up. up, and now she's bought in again. Yeah. I think I think she's giving us kind of this dual layered performance where she's like really into it when Matt's around, but is you know kind of kind of a little bit flummoxed because she doesn't want to you know she doesn't want to appear as an unsupportive spouse. Yeah, I guess Senior Benjamin on the other hand seems fully completely bought it because mm-hmm. when asked what he what the hell he's doing, he he the look on his face is like. Duh, I'm obviously preparing the battlefield for Massacre. <laughs> like, of course, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, I feel like, I feel like if you, if you get to the age that Senor Benjamin is at, and you're living with your daughter and son-in-law, and yeah. your son-in-law um, is... A multi-millionaire entertainer who has gone off the deep end. Yeah. 
I think you just, you know. You got to commit I, one way or the other. <laughs> I don't think you want to be the squeaky wheel. And if that means that you have to prepare a battlefield for massacre once in a while. This does kind of paint a, a dark portrait of Rebby's life where she is mm-hmm. sort of gingerly reaching out to her, testing the waters with her father. Yeah, <laughs> to be like, hey, are you like, <laughs> is there some level, my father, the, you know, who I pr- presume was like a guiding part of the early parts of my life and, you know, yeah. a rock that I have relied upon for stability. Are we doing this? Yeah. She also, I notice, uh, definitely way more so once Matt Hardy shows up, she seems to be posing a lot of the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which hey more power to her if i if i had a body like that i would also constantly be sticking my yeah, tits yeah, yeah. and ass out mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. she is definitely like like doing pinup poses almost uh-huh. the entire time that he's there uh-huh. now one thing okay um, so when matt shows up he he says he says mira mira um he comes in with a gas can yeah <laughs> which which rules yeah, uh, <laughs> you love to see that. You love to see it. Uh, and he says, Senor Benjamin, this is the remaining gasoline from my earlier landscaping escapades, which... Uh, the way he hits the word gasoline is really special to me. Mm-hmm. Gasoline. Well, the thing is, it when you break it down, when you look at it sort of intellectually, uh-huh. it's not that weird a pronunciation. He just says, he just, you know, most people would kind of hit the ah in gasoline. Yeah. Whereas he just kind of substitutes an ah for that. And the rest of the world he pronounces normal, uh-huh. except he he does it in such a way where it doesn't feel normal. No, you know no, what no. I mean? Nothing feels normal anytime, <laughs> even if like in in, you know, like you're saying, in 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 a vacuum, it would seem normal. Nothing no way about when Matt Hardy ever speaks. He just he imbues the word with a vibe uh-huh. that most people would not be able to do. Myself included. Because at the end of the day, he's saying gasoline. That's all he's really saying weird about it. Uh-huh. He's mostly pronouncing it normal syllable by syllable. Mm-hmm. And yet the end result is just is so much more. Yeah. Yeah. That's the broken brilliance of Matt Hardy, I suppose. That is his power. Broken brilliance is such a genius phrase yeah. to have for your wrestling gimmick. It is really. It's. It just. It's, it just hits. The, there's a reason I, I. I. make a point of saying it on every episode is because it just hits the tongue so nice. Uh huh. Um. I. You know. There are Matt Hardy is. I think a genius in, in this particular character turn. You know. It's, yeah. it's unsurprising to me that it blew up in such a big way because it, it is so very inspired. So Matt. Matt says, you know, he, he says, please apply generally to the battlefield, uh, uh, referring to the to the gas can. And Rebby is you, you mentioned that she was like doing poses. She also like when Matt puts down the can, she starts to like poke it or like kind of. She starts to like, I would call it like a sort of Vanna White as gesturing to it, like very game show host presenting yeah. the gasoline. But then uh-huh. when it cuts to the other shot, she is kind of seems to be checking it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of checking it out. There almost seems to be like a, you know, she's a little concerned. Yeah. Kind of thing. Unless Matt is looking at her. There's a very like Yeah. Like kind of stealthy thing going on. 
where like when Matt turns his attention to her, she she her face she, changes. She, yeah, her face turns into this just kind of like, oh yes, honey, we are going to set your brother <laughs> on fire. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but but like before that, she's like, how fucking full is that thing? Is this really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is how this really gonna happen? This year? <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, that you're gonna use in our home, uh, <laughs> near our home. Uh, yeah, I'm all, like... <laughs> the the direction just <laughs> poured generally over the battlefield too is interesting. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. feel like gasoline on dirt isn't is even if it's gasoline, it's not necessarily going to catch fire that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you need kind of a. Uh, I feel like I feel like if you apply generously to the battlefield, you have. Uh, a few minutes before a lot of that has evaporated. It does look like we we do seem to be in like late afternoon here. I would say we're approaching dusk. Yeah, this minute has actually, I would say, like you know, there's a lot of time movement in this minute. When Senor Benjamin is is preparing, you know, the ring, it looks like late afternoon, and like we are we are golden hour by the time he's over at yeah. the dune, and we're having this little conversation. So maybe by the time he finishes digging holes or whatever he's doing, um, maybe he's in trouble and he's got to do six feet by six feet by six feet, like uh, like the book Holes. Maybe that's what he's doing. <laughs> I don't like this world you're imagining. No, I don't either. As soon as I said it, I was like, my brain was like Holes reference, and then as it started to leave my mouth, I was like, this is no good. Yeah, because you got to <laughs> remember like, like what the reality of Holes <laughs> was. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a uh, dark story. Now, okay, we like we like took a lot of tangents, like mid mat sentence, uh, yeah, which is fair because you know sometimes you got to do that. It was but, a juicy sentence. Every every Matt Hardy sentence is like Jersey Mike's. It's got the juice. Yeah, please apply generously to the battlefield. It takes a lot of fuel to delete a brother Nero. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a lie. <laughs> <laughs> There's like so much like okay, so deletion is burning, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a chart of various things to be deleted and how much fuel it takes? <laughs> yeah. Very, very interesting concept that Matt Hardy has introduced here. Yeah, and then, and then, of course, Senor Benjamin says, um, "In yeah, I mean, I think I feel like the more we dissect this, the more Senor Benjamin calling Matt Mister Hardy is getting weird to me." Yeah, well, I mean, it's not. <laughs> It was weird to begin with, and I don't think it's gonna get any less weird. Well, see, and that's and that's the thing is that like. I think I I watched the final deletion without knowing really much of anything. I didn't know the I think I went into it not knowing the familial relationship of Senor Benjamin. Yeah. Because uh, I watched it like when it happened, not when it happened, but like I watched it within probably a week of when it happened. Mm. Um, and I wasn't really following the story closely. So I didn't have that level of context and i was just like you know maybe he's just a gardener who lives on the property that's not the weirdest thing but uh yeah 
It's okay. very, it's very uncomfortable. Uh huh. Uh huh. That, that is where I draw the line at praising Matt Hardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, you know, there's, there's, there's always gonna be issues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dusk is approaching. The final deletion is upon us. Yeah. Come, Rebecca. We must go. <laughs> And then they walk away. Uh, the camera meaningfully pans down to the gas can. And uh, and like we mentioned, there's a almost perfect fade to black. Yeah, coinciding with the end of this minute. It's very, very interesting that that timing worked out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I only hope that um, Mad Hardy is out there aware that we are uh, fulfilling the grand design that this <laughs> match was obviously meant to be broken down like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's there's really no other explanation. I can't think of one. No. Um. Yeah. You trying to think thoughts? of a <laughs> trying to think of a setup here? No, no, no. <laughs> I was just I was gonna ask you high level. You know, is there anything else you want to say about this minute? Um. Can I confess something to you, Lily? Yeah. I don't really understand what you mean when you say high level sometimes. Like uh like broad strokes over the oh, okay. whole, you know, you know, as opposed to, you know, we we dig in to the minutia, the 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 second to second. I I want to know your thoughts about the the minute on the whole. I think it's a strange minute. I think it's uh yeah. I think it really uh shows the relationship. I I I think uh, there's a lot of secrets to be discover between the relationship between these three people mm-hmm. i've just now noticed that we can i don't know what side of the property line this is on but we definitely do see one of jeff's runes in the background of yeah. one of the digging shots yeah i do think that this kind of field area with the lake is kind of just the in-between between their two properties I maybe that's that's like symbolic is there mm-hmm. they have to go to neutral ground to have mm-hmm. this fight well yeah they 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 said oh at the property line didn't they yeah say we meet point? at the property line yes right yes right i also it seemed that there might be some like chickens or ducks that i'm seeing in the background at one point i think you might be right let me um i would be delighted yeah yeah i'm seeing them like over senior benjamin's right shoulder yes. like yeah 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 i do think that that is just like a probably ducks considering how close to the lake they are yeah if it's ducks it w- i would guess that they're like just naturally occurring animals if it's chicken i would think they're like part of the mm-hmm. household i guess yeah yeah i don't see the hardies as raising fowl <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't you know, also, ring true. i feel like people who raise fowl surprise you <laughs> that's true that's true um i mean they they generally they just generally do because i don't think i expect that from anyone I I I would it surprise you to learn that I I would I would love to raise fowl. Oh, I I think that that would be cool. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but uh yeah. I do think it would be nice. Uh let's uh Okay, now I am trying to think of a plug joke. Ugh, <laughs> sucks. I'll, I'll, sucks. While you think Why of that, I'll just Why did we tie I'll ourselves just, to that this gimmick? Know. We <laughs> Why did we do that? <laughs> um Okay, uh, I mean 
<laughs> I could give you some time to get into the in, the semi interesting reason why I I will never probably raise Val. Okay. My uh my beautiful girlfriend Casey is pretty anti bird because one time she was on a boat. I hope she doesn't mind me telling her this story. Okay. One time she was on a boat whale watching, uh-huh. and a seagull shat directly into her mouth. She had like opened her mouth to say something and just like one in a million shot. Seagull just bullseyed right into her mouth. And so she now quite reasonably has a grudge against birds. Like I love birds, but I understand why you would never like birds again after that. Holy shit. Um, so if I were Casey in that (laughs) scenario, scenario, um, I think what I would want to do is just sink the boat I was on and everyone on it <laughs> so that no memory of this event could ever escape. Um, but say that you were another person on this boat and you caught Casey with a power drill, just <laughs> drilling holes in the bottom of the boat, and you wanted to fix this so that everyone doesn't die because of this admittedly extremely unfortunate scenario. <laughs> then... Uh, it has befallen your girlfriend, Casey. What would you do to prevent everyone from dying at sea? I would turn to my friend Lily and I would say, hey, you got any plugs for yes! me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, you know, you can find me on the internet, uh, death carpets on any social media that I really want to be found on, including Twitter and Instagram. I'm really not on Instagram that much. I'm really not on Twitter that much anymore. You can find my podcast. Uh, it's called Ghost Puncher Core. You can find it on whatever podcast service you're probably listening to this on. Um, there's going to be an upcoming, uh, I keep wanting to say minute, episode. There's an <laughs> upcoming episode of Ghost Puncher uh, that features uh, this podcast's very own Diet Coke. What the hell? That's me. Yeah, you coming in to play some roles, um, including the um, the incredible Pepsi Man. <laughs> yeah, which is of course based on the licensed video game character, but I think Diet Coke spins it out uh, into a whole new. Um, I would say uh, uh, several leagues deeper than the original <laughs> Pepsi Man. I think that's all. It's all in the subtext of the original text. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that's in my performance is, is in the subtext of the, of the original Pepsi Man video Interesting. Game, I believe. Interesting. Uh, Diet Coke, do you have any plugs? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at VeryCoolEmily. Uh, you can find links to all my podcasts in my bio there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I also stream on Twitch occasionally. Go to DietCoke.cool to find my Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. The worst part of a po- of having a podcast to me is having to plug it all the time. I think I'm going to start a secret podcast just so that I I have an excuse to not talk about it. You know, that's okay. We could also just stop doing plugs on this show. I I mean, listen, I get it. I get why we do it. I'm sorry that I'm such a no. I I'm a I, podcast Grinch. I also just like you know I I there's no plugs on fucking Ghost Puncher Core. Um, <laughs> it would free us from the obligation of having to come up with a plugs joke. Every we could episode. we could do that. We could kill the. I the only reason I would feel mm. weird is uh you know we we we've been getting good feedback 
about our episodes that have guests in them. Mm. Um, and you want to give the guests an opportunity to play. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to bring, especially people who have like cool things that ha- they're that they're doing. Yeah, maybe we let the guests do it, but I, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe. We maybe we don't need to to give out the same three. Apologies links. to Andrew, who I my my once and future podcast co host. We don't have any going at the moment, but uh, yeah. sorry for me not plugging our shows. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, another thing that you know, some podcasts do this, and I would really love it if we did do this on our. Uh, podcast is you know they have some kind of like meaningful and catchy or maybe not even meaningful you know kind of outro phrase something that lets people know hey the podcast is done uh, and you're free do you think we could maybe do something like that no I don't (laughs) 